This is interesting. I I don't know if you heard about the story uh, that is making the news today. It's the fact that there are um, literally thousands of homes in Quebec and uh, almost as many residents that are being evacuated because of flooding that's going on. There is uh, flooding going on out in New Brunswick and in Ontario with the, with the uh, spring thaw, which happens to be a bad one this year. And so it seems interesting. The timing seems bizarre that the Ontario Conservative uh, government, our PCs, are cutting their funding for flood management in half. The um, authority that gets the the funding is the Ontario Conservation Authority. And we're joined now by the Manager of Policy and Planning for the Conservation Authority of of Ontario, uh, Bonnie Fox. Bonnie, welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. This is distressing news for you. Why is the timing particularly bad? Yeah, I mean, spring is when we have the major flood events. Um, the Conservation Authority's budgets run from January to December, so they budget uh, with their municipalities assuming a provincial transfer payment. So being one quarter into the year, hearing their 50% cut at the time when they need to get their job done. Where do you pull back? What's going to happen now with what the uh, Conservation Authority does? Well, we... um, So I I work for Conservation Ontario, the association for the 36 conservation authorities, and um, uh, each conservation authority received uh, um, a letter from the Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry about the cut. Um, And so each of them are are looking at at their budget and uh, and trying to figure out, uh, you know, how they're going to make up the shortfall. Currently, how do conservation authorities mitigate, you know, flooding? Uh, so the through, through this transfer payment, the conservation authorities are funded for uh, a whole bunch of on-the-ground actions. So it's the um, monitoring for flooding. They put out the warnings. Um, some of the conservation authorities maintain and operate uh, flood control dams. Um, uh, and then as well, there's preventative actions that the conservation authorities take. So they um, uh, prevent development from occurring in flood or erosion-prone areas. Um, and as well, they undertake activities um, uh, like technical studies to identify you know, where the flood and erosion-prone areas are and to update floodplain mapping. Who is going to be most impacted by this cutback in funding? We understand it's going to be the smaller uh, conservation authorities, uh, those in rural um, Ontario. Um, The conservation authorities, their municipal funding comes from the municipal tax base. And um, and so those areas, I think, are probably more challenged. Um, As well, the conservation authorities that have more um, infrastructure, like more uh, flood control or erosion control, infrastructure that they maintain uh, through this um, uh, funding. Bonnie, we have a problem right now. We've got a deficit that's $11.7 billion. So our natural resources and forestry minister, John Yakabuski, said, you know, something's got to be done. Um, They are saying, you know, focus on your core mandate to uh, conservation authorities, but they're cutting your funding in half 
does it seem odd at a time when we're seeing more extreme weather that this is this is where the province is deciding we're going to save some cash? It's it really is surprising. Um, I, I understand that they have a commitment to protecting you know public health and safety, um, and so this program is exactly about protecting lives, protecting property. Um, and, um, you know, the cut equates to about $3.7 million across the 36 conservation authorities. They've uh, been receiving the same amount of funding for the past 20 years. And so every year, with, with no increases, so, so right. every year they're tightening their belt. Uh, and then now we're having increased number of storms, um, and and even the the flood season is shifting. Um, so we're seeing flooding in the summers when it used to be we just had a flooding season in the spring. Um, and so um, it's it's really challenging to understand um, how how we're supposed to do our job, how we are supposed to deliver the core mandate. And if things are changing so much so that, you know, you're, you're seeing uh, unusual patterns that you didn't see before, you have to have the funding in order to hire the, the people that can actually find other ways to deal with a problem that could be spaced out through the year rather than just seasonally. Oh, absolutely. The monitoring programs that the conservation authorities, they're the boots on the ground for the monitoring program, and it's done in partnership with the province, a really critical piece where, you know, we're, we're collecting the information about the rainfall, about the snow melt, you know, that feeds into the modeling for what are the flood risks. And, um, you know, that's, that's a really important piece uh, that we need to make sure uh, continues. Yeah, Green Party leader Mike Schreiner said it's, it's extremely short-sighted, and I can't uh, agree with him more because we, we had that, flood in one day last year in Toronto in August, $80 million in insurable losses. Think about the the cost of infrastructure when something like this happens. Yes. And and that's why it's so important that even the the work that the conservation authorities do on the ground with the uh, tree plantings, um, trying to make sure that there's enough natural cover in the watershed, that the flow of the water is slowed down, and that means less flooding. It means less erosion, less sediment that's going into the Great Lakes. How do trees um, do that, Bonnie, for those well, of us that don't know? Yeah, so in, in the urban areas where it's all cement, you can imagine when the water hits the cement, it goes really fast. And so part of what we do as watershed managers is look at the, the entire watershed. You know, what's, what's the tree cover? What's the shrubbery? Uh, what's the types of soil um, that it helps to slow down because the water goes into the soil instead of just running off the cement. Right, and that would uh, keep the level of the water from rising as quickly as well. That's right. And that's, that's one of the reasons that we um, regulate uh, wetlands, uh, development in wetlands, because wetlands are really important for slowing down the water. So what's the takeaway from this? What, what can we do about it? Uh um, I don't know. We are still um, collecting information from our members on uh, what the impact is. 
Um, like we understand, we truly understand uh, the deficit issue. Um, it's just, uh, it's perplexing for us because we are very efficient. We're, we've been tightening our belt for 20 years. Um, so with this kind of cut, it's, um, it's hard to fathom. Are we going to lose a lot of people? Uh, you mean staff? Yeah. Or do, or do you mean people from flood events? Well. <laughs> Hopefully neither. Um, I, w- we actually don't know for some of the conservation authorities. Um, uh, we've only, a couple of them have said that they think they'll have to look at staff. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that's unconfirmed. Bonnie, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for being here. Okay, well, thanks a lot, Kelly. We appreciate it. Cheers. It's a perfect time to have you on on Earth Day to highlight some of the things that's going on, that are going on in the province.